<clears throat> what is up guys all right so uh don't mind the birds in the background harmoniously singing god forbid you enjoy that along with my voice i don't know if you can hear it or not but it's quite nice out i'm sitting on my fourth floor fire escape just talking into my phone because i have some thoughts that i feel like i gotta share so guys anyways um i want to talk about trying things and maybe this isn't something that a lot of people talk about a lot I want to talk about the benefit and the idea of why it's good and it's okay to try new things, even if they're not forever, even if they're just to get a taste, even if it's just to learn a little bit about something. And you're probably asking, like, where does this come from? Where are you going with this? I say this in regards to uh, almost anything. It could be from surface level to, like, try painting your nails or really deep levels to, hey, why don't you try a new approach to life for a month or two. So let me just use myself as an example because that's always the best thing to use. So for the last few months, I tried live streaming. Now, for the past five years, I've been making content on the internet via YouTube, Instagram. Uh, and recently, I was just kind of tired of doing YouTube. So I said, you know what? Let me try live streaming and maybe I could turn that into the content for YouTube. So... Over the last two months, I tried streaming uh, three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. And as I tried streaming, you start to realize like the intricacies of it. Like once you get past, you know, the the honeymoon phases of, wow, this is so amazing. And you get into the nitty gritty of streaming. Um, you know, I started realizing that this is an absolute grind of consistency. And then not only a grind of consistency, it's a grind of uh, putting out the content. So for example, if I stream... On a Thursday night, I could maybe make one to three pieces of content that could be clipped and put onto YouTube. Now, if I stream three times a week, I could potentially make 10 to 12 different pieces of content. Um, and so I tried that and I realized that I was spending my nights streaming, which is incredibly fun talking to, and talking to people on the internet and uh, coming and generating a sort of uh, community. But having to take that content and put it on YouTube in terms of and for the sake of growth um, is where I kind of got lost in the sauce. I started to realize that after two months of live streaming and trying to take that content and put it onto YouTube, essentially just for the sake of making content, um, which I think is a whole other argument and something that should be discussed. Um, but I found that I became an entirely different person where I was streaming at night. I'd spend the entire day clipping out things, editing things, thinking of stream ideas, um, just so at night I could execute on those ideas. And it becomes this cycle to where you're hustling and grinding 24 seven. And I want to try that because I wanted to see how it fit. I've have, I have this time with quarantine, this extra time to approach the content. And also it's like, Hey, you know, maybe this could be the better way that my content makes money, uh, in the long run. And after doing that for a month, almost two months, I kind of started to realize that um, that this isn't necessarily the lifestyle I want to live if I was to take this seriously and try and make this a long-term career. Let me explain. Because the reason why I say you have to try things is because there's a lot of people in life that aren't sure of the path, aren't sure of the direction, aren't sure of what they want to do, where they want to go with their life things they want to accomplish. They don't necessarily know their calling or what it might be. Now, for me, uh, it's been photography for the past forever. The whole reason I started doing content was just so I could share my photography journey, not necessarily to be a content creator. 
And then the last few months, I kind of got carried away with the whole content and not so much the photographer. And after two months, I kind of came to the realization that, you know, I'm a photographer that happens to make content on the internet, not a content creator who is a photographer. Because if you're a content creator who is a photographer, then you're just creating content. You're not necessarily becoming a successful photographer in the field. But if you're a photographer who happens to make content, then you're a successful photographer who has content that kind of shows the behind the scenes and the process of what goes into being a successful photographer. And there's a big difference between being a professional photographer who makes content and a YouTuber who happens to be a photography YouTuber. And when I look at my life and look at what I want to achieve, my goals ultimately rely on, I want to be a photographer first and a content creator second. And I think in the past, maybe even just six months, because of quarantine and the lack of photography opportunity and everything, I got lost in the sauce of, let me try and become a content creator who happens to be a photographer. And eventually that led into being, let me just become a content creator. And when you're making content for the sake of content, at least for me, it is largely unfulfilling. You kind of just throwing things into the abyss. Oh, I just saw a bird fly by with some nest. Oh, oh, it's making a little nest inside of my building. That's so cool. Anyways, um, I found myself just lost in the sauce of this content creation hole. You're making content for the sake of views to hope that generates into monetization. And after trying that lifestyle, it kind of just feels like it's not the lifestyle for me. It's a very sedentary lifestyle, which means you're sitting a lot. And I really don't like sitting a lot. I, the amount that I spend sitting on the computer is honestly disturbing. And when I'm honest with myself, I don't want a career or a future that is rooted in the act of sitting which is a big reason why I don't like a lot of occupations and office jobs because the act of sitting is just not something that comes natural to me. The reason why I like photography is because I could be anywhere and generate ideas and come up with concepts. And when I execute these concepts, I'm not sitting, I'm standing, I'm, I'm involved with the model. Uh, we're participating in this, in this artistic exchange. We're creating something, we're executing on an idea. And YouTube and making content is very much the same where you come up with an idea and then you execute it. But the problem with most of that idea is that you spend a lot of it sitting and editing. And I've been in one of the truths about behind making YouTube content is that if you don't enjoy editing, then you really shouldn't even be in the game because editing is perhaps 50%, if not more of what that job or the occupation requires. And in a lot of ways, I think people who are content creators for the sake of content without having like a higher purpose, uh, you're just a content creator. You're never this who happens to make videos. And I don't knock on people like that, but if you're, for most people who are popping in their field of interest, you don't have the time to uh, be a full-time content creator as well, unless you have a team behind you. You look at someone like Kenny Beats, who has a successful live stream on Twitch, um, where he has thousands of people watching him. He's got a really popping music career. He only can do these things because he has a team of people helping him. And when you're trying to be all the team by yourself, then you can't ever master anything. You won't become good at anything. And there's so many sayings, but one loose saying that I kind of remember from the book of, uh, uh, was the book of five rings, the book of eight rings by Hitoshi Yamamoto. No, it's a book of seven rings. God, I shouldn't reference it. I don't know exactly. But anyways, um, this guy was basically a samurai who was a wandering samurai who fought with two swords. And he, along his journey of his like long life of undefeated battles, he was an, an expert swordsman. One of his things he came up with was, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, 
is um, if I know one path, then I know the path of many. And it's along those lines of like where if I have seen the way for one path, then I can then I know the way of many. So, for example, if if you know what it takes to become a success, an actual successful photographer, then you probably know what it takes to become an actual successful content creator, car driver, cherry picker, uh, house builder. But in life, it kind of feels like you have to master one way or one stream first before you move on to the other. And in my life, I, as much as I like to think I've mastered photography, I haven't mastered photography or my goals in photography yet. So for me to try and be a full-time content creator and a full-time photographer is a dangerous game where I'm burning at both ends. And for me, the joys of photography outweigh the joys of content creation. And although content creation at the highest peaks, the monetary reward is extremely higher than photography sometimes, um, it depends on what's more fulfilling. And for me, I think the fulfilling part is generating photography ideas, concepts, these crazy far-fetched ideas, getting people to do them, executing on that vision, making that thing come to life, printing it, putting it in the frame and say, boom, here's what I've created. In a lot of ways, making content for YouTube or TikTok or Instagram um, or live streaming is very much the same way where you have it. It starts with an idea, you take it and you make it tangible. And that is a process that I, that parallels with photography that I really enjoy. But the other stuff outside of that um, is something that I don't really enjoy. And I think I have more to offer than just being a streamer talking about crypto and talking about fucking Tyler Shields' accomplishment or talking about um, what's new and popping in the art world because, to be honest, I should be spending that whole morning editing thinking and generating concepts and ideas and contacting models and coordinated shoots and contacting art galleries and thinking about how I'm going to print my things and contacting old customers. But instead, I'm spending that time editing clips from last night's live stream or at night where I'm live streaming from 7 to 12 p.m. I could be spending that time working on prints, experimenting with different photography techniques, different developing techniques. I could be spending that time uh, contacting more clients, contacting galleries, editing. And some of these things I could do online, like editing online. But for me, it all ends with... um, my singular purpose wanted to be in photography. So I'm kind of detaching from live streaming. It honestly is a grind. And people who are full-time live streamers are honestly probably not good at anything else. Let's be completely honest. If you're a top-of-the-heap live streamer, your life is dedicated to live streaming. Your content is the fact that you are a slave to your live stream. Um, you look at people like Ludwig and Mizkiff and all these big people. They literally just sit in front of their camera and exist. They really aren't specialized or good at anything else besides that. But we look at the money and we say, wow, I want to try that. We look at someone like Kenny Beats who has who built, who built, knows one way, which is he built a successful photography career. Or sorry, which Kenny Beats, he built a successful uh, producing and, and engineering and, and career as a producer in the rap world to where he's at the top of the top. And then he has a team behind him that says, hey, you should try streaming. So he has a schedule of where he's streaming, but even for his stream, that's all set up for him. He had someone come in and engineer the streaming, engineer this, engineer the battles, engineer that, where all he has to do is come in and just hit start. And he can kind of just spend one or two hours a day uh, helping and giving back to his community, not necessarily spending his time trying to be a live streamer. And for me, I think a lot of that looks like me being a photographer first, a fine art photographer first, who then can happen to build a team that helps me release merch, that helps me uh, have a photography live stream that I can just go in and hit play, that helps me 
uh, do all these other things. And so the reason why this whole thing is about why you need to try things is because I think over my life, I've, I've tried more things than the average person. I think most people live a life like this where you grow up, go to, go to high school, go to college, get a, get a job in that, and you work that kind of job until you're 40. Then you have a midlife crisis and realize that you were just doing what, you, what someone else wanted you to do the whole time. But really, you wish you were just like a printmaker or you wish you were just a mosaic tiler or you wish you were just uh, a, a plumber, right? And for me, I, I never abided by that, that rule set to some extent. But I did go to college and I graduated and I tried the field. I didn't like it. Um, I ended up moving back home and trying more things. Didn't like it. I ended up trying more things. Eventually, I found photography again. And I was like, I think this is it. And so I tried it and I've been trying it. And even on the path of trying to become a full-time photographer and becoming a successful fine art photographer, I'm still trying other things that kind of deviate from my path. But through trying other things, I have now realized that I have deviated from my original path that I think I'm meant to be doing. And, um, and now I feel firmer in my original path. And I, and I have found my one way. Everything else can just be extracurricular. Especially because I hate editing. If I'm going to complain about ha- hate editing on YouTube, then, you know, then that, there's that too. And hey, look, I even tried doing a podcast. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I'm realizing that most people start to know me as a content creator and as a photographer. And that really bothers me to where... I talk to someone who I thought knew me and they go, oh, you, you, you do, you do, you make photography, like you're a fine art photographer. And they're like confused that I even do this. And I'm just like, damn, like I've been letting people think that I'm a content creator first and not a photographer. So, um, so through trying many things, I have found a reminder myself of the one thing that I think is my path. Um, and I guess by trying things, you find your path is an important anecdote of this uh, little podcast. Um, but maybe along, that li- maybe along that line, I would have liked something more. But I think for me, that's just my truth. And to talk about creating content for the sake of creating content, I think it's a very dangerous game. Um, Instagram is not your friend. Creating content with nothing to share is not your friend. Being a photography YouTuber who comments, you're, you're literally just commenting on photography gear and sharing your lessons and stuff like that. I think that's cool. But what's really cool is when I could make content of showing you my art gallery or I can make content of showing you how I print something or showing you something I've accomplished. I'd rather do cool things and show you that. I guess it sums up to this is that I would rather have a cool life and do cool things and show you the results of that cool shit I'm doing or show you what I'm doing as opposed to being a content creator and trying to come up with cool things to do that you could show to people. And I think that's my parallel and that's my problem with it. And even in this week, last two weeks of really being on my path, reminding myself of my path, um, I've made my biggest art sale. You know, now I'm presenting to my world, I'm presenting to the world how I want to be perceived. And this is very important. And I also bought a, this is kind of weird, but I bought a photography masterclass from Tyler Shields himself. The One of my greatest inspirations, not inspirations, but maybe just like, people I look up to in the photography world who are doing it on the level that I want to do it. And he is now doing it on the highest levels of photography. So I want to get there one day and not maybe surpass. That'd be amazing. Maybe have my photos next to his photos. Um, wow. I, I just kind of lost my track, my train of thought right there. Sorry guys. But, um, but yeah, no, no, sorry. I bought, I bought a masterclass 
And he said so many things that I just needed someone to say to me. And one of them was how you want people to perceive you. And the thing is, is that people are only going to perceive you of how you want them to perceive you. For example, when I said I made my biggest art sale to date, it's because for the last two weeks on Instagram, I've been taking Tyler Shields' advice and I've been presenting myself in a way that I want to be perceived, which is as, which is as a fine art photographer. So now instead of just posting pixels on a screen, I'm posting myself next to my photos or next to a print or showing you something I'm working on. Tyler Shields can just post pixels because, well, he's already accomplished. It doesn't really matter what he does. He's already got art sales and reps and he's represented around the world. I'm not there yet. So I have to show people what I want them to think. I want them to see me in front of my prints, to see me in front of unique pieces, to see me printing things, to see me doing this. And then that impresses on them that I am that person because I am and you are too. So, you know, I, I wanted to share this with you because um, only through trying things, you will find what you like, don't like. You'll find your path. You can find your truths. But the biggest part about trying things is not hanging on to anything. If something, if you don't like something, as much as you're scared to try it and you were fast to try it, you have to be quick to let it go. You know, quick to try things, quick to let it go. But you also got to know when to hang on and when something fits or when something works for you. All right. I think I'm going to end there. I think I've kind of talked at length about um, why you need to try to find your path. All right, guys. Peace.